Lord, let your spirit be with us. Oh, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. Come now.
chapter 6. I would that you would consider with me verses 1 and 2. These are the words that you find. And in those days, when the number of disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples under them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Amen. It's not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. I want to talk just for a few minutes from this subject. Keeping the main thing, the main thing. Keeping the main thing, the main thing. Again, this week we find ourselves back in the book of Acts. Tracing this wonderful beginning of this wonderful body that we know now as the church. The Holy Spirit has shown up in the upper room just like Jesus has promised. God was using the 12 apostles to display his power all through Jerusalem. People were being healed and people were being delivered and set free by the power of one name. And that was the name of Jesus who died on the cross, who had been buried in a grave, but who had been resurrected from the dead. Just like he said he would. He had declared to his foes that if you destroyed this temple in three days, I'll build it back. And he did just what he said. He got up from the grave on the third day morning. But now... We are watching another promise that he made come to pass. In John 12, 32, Jesus said, he said, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. And they obviously, evidently, they did not believe him because they nailed him to a cross. I used to hear old preachers say, if, if they had nailed him to that cross and just let him lay there and die, 
he would have been all right. Everything would have worked out fine. But no, they had to nail him and they had to lift him up. And when they lifted him up, he has been drawing men, women, boys, and girls ever since. All because they lifted him up. And that's what's going on here in the text. That's what's going on here in the text. You remember all started in the upper room. We've been talking about it. Started in the upper room and it, 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 it spilled out into the streets of Jerusalem. You remember 3,000 souls were added to the church that first day. In chapter 4, we see it increasing to 5,000 folk. And according to the word of God, People were being continually added to the church. In spite of their hatred, in spite of their hatred, in spite of the hatred of the religious authorities, in spite of their many attempts to shut them down and quiet their message, somehow the church just kept on growing. They didn't want it to grow. They did everything they could to keep it from growing, but somehow, the church just kept on growing. And just to keep you in, to keep, keep, a, keep, keep a picture, so you have a picture of what's going on, there was a certain feast that every good Jew would go to every year in Jerusalem. Every year, they would go every year to this feast. This particular time, the crowds were gathered in the streets of Jerusalem. And they were gathered this time for what they knew as the Feast of Harvest. The Feast of Weeks. That's, that's really what they all came for. But while they were feasting there in the streets, while they were there for one feast, the disciples, they were feasting in the upper room. I'm trying to catch you up. They were up in the upper room and the feast that they were in in the upper room spilled over into the other feasts. That was going on out in the street. And now all at once, everybody has forgotten or they're forgetting the Feast of Weeks. They're forgetting the Feast of Harvest. And all of the attention now is on what's coming out of the upper room. Now, now they are no longer thinking about the feast they came for. Now they are all caught up in this new feast. These folk coming out of this upper room speaking this strange language and something strange. So all of them left what they were doing and now they are part of this feast. Message of the Savior. This is what they came. They, they, they came to, to, for the harvest feast, but they got caught up in the message of a Savior who died, rose again, and now lives and, 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 and who came to free all mankind from the penalty of sin. They were gladly willing to give up the feast they came for and join into this thing. Because this thing looks like it's going somewhere. This is a message that caught everybody's attention. Now here's the problem. Here's the problem. Normally, at feast time, People would come and celebrate and then head on back home. But because of this new movement, because of what was going on, that powerful movement, 
Nobody was leaving. Are y'all hearing this? Everybody that was there was staying. They didn't just come for that week and going back home. They, everybody was staying and other folk who were hearing about it, now they are crowding into the Jerusalem also just to see what's going on. So the crowds were already there for the feast, but, but, but God, since the crowd was there, God had something else in mind. The major problem, the major problem was that Jerusalem was not equipped for all those folk. Jerusalem was not equipped. Yeah, yeah, they didn't see all of this coming. They were not ready for, for a big convention like that. They were not ready for a crowd of folk to come and say that. The economy would not accommodate all these new folk who just coming into Jerusalem. And if you remember, if you remember, that's why Barnabas and a whole lot of others uh, began to sell their property. You remember I talked about it a few weeks ago. They began to sell their property and donate the proceeds to the movement. Yeah, yeah, so that all of the people could be cared for. We got all these people, so they were wonderful enough to start selling stuff so that we'd have the money to take care of all of these people in this new movement. But herein lies the problem. They're bringing these funds, and they're laying them down at the feet of the apostles to support this great movement, but no plan has been made as to how to handle these funds. No plan has been made as to how we are going to handle all of this generosity. So, the apostles are doing the best they can to make sure that these funds are used for the purpose for which they are given. They, they want to make sure that they are using the funds for the support of this great work we got going on. To make sure that the work could go on and the gospel message would continue to spread. Now, for men and for men, families who had men as the head of the household, that really wasn't a major problem because although assistance was available, because for the most part, men were able to go out and find a way to support their household. They were able to find little odd jobs and do things to keep their families going while they were there. But the real problem surfaced with the widows in the crowd. The widows that had shown up, the widows that were in the crowd, that got to be a problem. Read the Bible, read the Bible. In that day, a woman who had lost her husband and had no son to take care of her was at the mercy and the kindness of everybody else. They didn't work. They, they, there was nothing they could do to support themselves. If they didn't have a husband, didn't have a son, they had to depend on generosity of other folk. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, there were laws, read the Bible, there are laws concerning the care of widows. 
and orphans. It's all it's written in the law. So one task that the apostles had had was to make sure that the widows were taken care of in the midst of this big movement. We got to make sure that the widows are taken care of. Now remember, remember, been hearing these sermons all for a month or two now. Remember, Satan had already tried a couple of ways to throw this movement off. You remember? He had used Ananias and Sapphira to try to perpetrate a scam. That didn't work. He tried jailing and beating the apostles. That didn't work. So now he's about to try to attack the movement from the inside. Y'all hear me? Now, and that's the thing about it, he never gives up. He just finds another way. Now he wants to attack the movement from the inside. It's evident in the opening of the text. It's, it's evident. Just read the text. You'll see it right there. When the numbers of disciples grew, there arose a murmuring. <laughs> in, that, in that textbook, when the church started getting bigger, mess started. <laughs> when the church started getting bigger, there arose a murmuring. And that word murmuring, that word murmuring, let me just be transparent. That word murmuring is a word that every pastor learns to hate. <laughs> murmuring. Murm folk talking. Murmuring. Folk talking to everybody but you. Are you hearing me? You, you, you know something's up because you see them talking. But nobody is talking to, to you. Murmuring. Watching these January 6th hearings. One of the things that has jumped out to me and one of the things that's been most disgusting to me is the number of people around Donald Trump who were murmuring, talking to everybody else and talking to each other, but nobody said anything to him. Are y'all hearing me? That, that's murmuring when you're talking to somebody that can't do nothing to buy. Are you hearing me? Murmuring. I, I, I've learned that folk who got something worthwhile and they really believe in, they'll come straight to you. Y'all hearing that? I've learned that if folk got something that's worthwhile and they really believe what they're saying is right, they will come straight to you with it. But if it's murmuring, you'll see them huddling in a corner somewhere. And when you walk in, they'll shut up. <laughs> but then finally somebody will break down and tell you Rev you know the folk talking 
Can I be real today? Somebody will finally break down and say, Rev, you know, the folk talking. And I, I just thought I ought to tell you. Now, let me be honest. Let me be honest. You learn to thank God for these folk. You hear me? You learn to thank God for these folk. Because you can't fix something if you don't know what it is. You can't, you can't make a move unless somebody will come to you and let you know. Are y'all hearing me? You learn to thank God. These ain't messy folk. They're folk who finally come and let you in on what's going on. Are y'all hearing this? Most of the time, murmuring is brought on by misunderstanding. Oh, yeah, now that's some folk that just miss it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> there are some folk who just miss it. But most of the time, murmuring is brought on by misunderstanding. But then sometimes, that is a legitimate complaint. Y'all hear me? It ain't all mess. <laughs> sometimes, there are legitimate complaints, but you will never know it if all folk do is, y'all ain't hearing me. But it was brought to the attention of the apostles that there is murmuring among the widows. The widows are talking. There's a murmuring among the widows. The Greek widows felt like the Israelite widows were being favored over them. They felt like they're getting more than we are getting. They felt like the, the, the Israelite mother uh, uh, widows were, they were getting better care than they were getting. And they were just murmuring about it. They, talking about they're taking better care of them than they're taking care of us. Now, 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 if you go in, this, in depth and study this thing, you'll find out that these two groups, these Israelite widows and, and these Greek widows, you'll find out that these folk who really never saw eye to eye anyway. These folk, they, they really didn't care a whole lot about each other. They, they come from two totally different cultures. But somehow they were always able to put their little differences aside to come to that week feast and stay, stay together for a week. They were able to, to make it work for a week. But now they are tied together in this body called the church. And now they got to stay together. Now they've got to worship. Are y'all hearing me? They're able to attend the festival of harvest, but now they are tied together for good. This band of believers in Jesus Christ. Now, yeah, yeah, they, they, they were able to do it all right when they were just going to conventions together. But now they're in the church together. They see each other all the time. And now their differences are coming to the surface. Those feelings that they've been having all the time, they are coming out. Now let me show you something. And I'm almost through. They, they may have had a legitimate complaint. They may have had issues that really needed to be looked 
into. And they did. But we can't lose sight of what's really going on here. We, we really, in the midst of this scrapping that's going on, we can't lose sight of the big picture. This really was just another attempt of the devil to stop this movement that God had going on that was destined to tear his kingdom down. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He had tried. He had tried. Yeah. Yeah. He had tried to stop it. He tried. He did what he could with the hypocrisy of Ananias and Sapphira. That didn't stop it. He couldn't do it by jailing the apostles. That didn't do it. He tried to beat the apostles. That didn't do it. So now he tries to tear it up from the inside. You got to see the big picture. Now he's attacking it from the inside. To get folk complaining, to get apostles tied up and trying to sell the complaints and trying to get them all tied up in budgeting issues and making sure everybody's cared for, trying to get the apostles all tied up. But thank God the apostles were able to see the big picture. Thank God the apostles, they were able to peek the devil's hand. They saw exactly what the devil was trying to do. And, and they responded clearly. Listen at their response. It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Are y'all hearing me? Got to keep your eye on the prize. You got to keep your eye on what it is you're called to do. We, we, we ain't got time. Yeah, to leave the word of God. We're not going to leave the word of God and start dealing with these issues that arise. Are y'all hearing me? Keep reading, keep reading. And you see that God did give them a solution. You, you get that they did come up with a solution and we're going to talk about that next week. But they did find the solution. But the main instruction to them was don't stop telling the story. Are y'all hearing? That's the main thing that I, I, I want to get. Yeah, the main message to the apostles is uh, no matter what happens, no matter how crazy it gets, don't y'all stop telling. Don't stop telling story. In other words, keep the main thing the main thing. Can, can you hear <laughs> Can you hear him saying, yes, we see problems arising. Yes, we hear murmuring all around us, but we got to stick to our assignment. Y'all ain't hearing me. We've been called and we've been commissioned to keep on telling this same old story. We, we hear the murmuring around us, but uh, we've got to keep on telling the story. Telling the story of Jesus and his love. We, we've got to continue to tell a dying world about a Savior. Yes. Yeah, who loved us so much 
Y'all ain't hearing me. For God so loved the world. We got to keep telling the story. For God so loved the world that he gave, yes, his only begotten son. That whosoever believes on him would not perish, but have everlasting life. We've got to keep on telling this same old story. We cannot be distracted. Yes, we've got to tell them about a son who gave his life to save mine. Yeah, we got to tell that he conquered sin, that he conquered the grave, yeah, and he got up with all power in his hand. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, problems will arise. But we got to stay uh, on message. Uh, we got to keep on doing uh, what we are assigned to do. Yeah, and ask the Savior to, to lead you yeah, every step there of the way. Sometimes, uh, yes, sometimes uh, it seems like uh, there is more problems uh, than there are solutions. Uh, but if you learn uh, where to look yeah, for guidance, yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you have to look toward heaven yeah, and say, yeah, like the hymn poet, uh, Lord, uh, I see problems yeah, all around me. Yeah. Lord, uh, they're murmuring yeah, all around me. Yeah. And I'll be honest, Father, yeah, I don't know uh, what to do. Yeah. But here uh, is what I need. Yeah. I need you to lead me, yeah. guide me yeah, along the way. Oh, if you leave me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk each day with thee. Lead me, oh Lord, lead me. I am lost if you take your hand from me. I am blind without thine eyes to see. Lord, just always let me thy servant be. Lead me, lead me, oh Lord, lead me, lead me. Guide me along the way, for if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk each day with thee. Lead me, oh, yes. I wonder if I got one witness in the house that when you don't know what to do, God, if you listen, he desires to lead you. Just ask him, lead me, guide me. That's it. That's it.
along the way. Yeah, 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 yes. Uh, if you leave me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all sing with me. Uh, Lord, let me walk. Yeah, yeah, yes. Each day with thee. voices with me. Come now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Christ. Raised them from the dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. We now to join the church of the living God. If preachers will step into the aisle, if you don't have a church home, we invite you to join Salem. And if Salem isn't the church for you, we will help you find a Bible-based church that feeds yeah, your yeah, needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't about numbers or membership. It is about your soul. That same old story being preached 2,000 years ago is still relevant today. And your soul is the most important and we will keep preaching the same old story about the salvation of Jesus. Oh, yeah, Lord Jesus. Is there one today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guide me along the way. Oh, yes, Lord. Pray with me. God, thank you for the word that you have sent out today. Father, we ask that you move any hesitation, any obstacle in the way. Father, let them know that we take their soul seriously. of where they're at, where they're at home watching on TV, listening to a podcast later, Father, send your spirit. Oh, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. We'll take our time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you need me, I can't say, oh, yes. If there's one today, Father, send your spirit and let them know it's okay to move. Thank you in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
galón like how you can't bottle up the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. All right. So we have a few informational notes, uh, but first, please say the name Frank Pruitt in prayer as he is uh, the passing of his mother. Uh, we do not have any information quite yet about anything. Uh, if you wish to receive any more information, please follow up with the church office. But uh, say Frank Pruitt's name in prayer this week. Amen. Uh, so we look forward to having all of our youth, children, and college students to join us as we travel to Jerusalem during Vacation Bible School on this coming Saturday, July 30th, beginning at 9 a.m. Please complete the registration form so we can make sure we are able to bless all of our students. Registration is online on our website and on Facebook. Amen. 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 Um, so let us prepare ourselves for a homecoming celebration. So uh, we will come together the entire third weekend in August to celebrate. So first, we will celebrate the homecoming block party Saturday, August 20th from 10.30 to 4 p.m. on the grounds of our campus. This is a community event. Please bring your entire family and invite friends. All right. All right. And then on Sunday, August 21st, we will do things a little differently this year and hold an outside worship service at 9 a.m. on the main parking lot in front of the church. And then immediately following worship, you are invited to a gospel brunch that will take place in Heritage Hall. I'm looking forward to it because I have never been to brunch on Sunday. Uh, this is a ticketed event with a catered meal and special musical guests. Please look out for specific information regarding the block party and brunch in your emails and you will receive a save the date in the mail in the coming days. So we would like to thank you for your continuous giving and supporting of the church, paying your tithes and offerings. Um, we will dismiss shortly, but as far as safety protocols, remember that we are going to fellowship outside. So everybody that's on the middle to my left will ask that you go out the double doors and then anybody on my right, your left, go out single file on the single door over there. Amen. All right. Did I miss anything? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Well, now I'm going to go home and cry. 
All right. So if we all stand, God be with you. <laughs> If I may, let me ask uh, that since you know we, we are trying to get this together, we're sort of coming back together. I want to ask uh, my deacons, if you would, if half of y'all would go to that side and half of y'all go to this side and just sort of help me greet these folk as they go out so that everybody know who you are and we can get to know. Are you man? So half of y'all on this side and half of y'all on that side. I'd appreciate it. Amen. Just a second. <laughs> yep. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. 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 Are several ways to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, GiveLify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.